Yeah. <laughs> there are no rules, Willie. The, the only uh, guidance is pretend the phone's not there. It's not recording. It's you and me. Okay. It's a snapshot. Like, a picture is a snapshot, right? Now, people who are very photogenic, they just take great pictures, right? Those that aren't, don't. I have a theory that those that aren't think of the picture down the road. They implemented time and said, down down the road, someone's going to look at this picture and I'm going to look weird and goofy, so I freeze up in the moment. This is a snapshot of audio of this place in time, Berkeley, California, right? That's pretty cool. Fucking beautiful. It got quiet all of a sudden once we started recording, <laughs> which I know it's not going to stay that way, but we'll enjoy it while it's here. So it's just a snapshot in time of that. And... Um, you know, we've had a, a thousand good podcasts already. They just haven't been recorded. So this is the first one we're going to try and record. Okay. Cool? Cool. You with me? I'm with you. Okay. So, there's the beginning, and I'm going to do what I do. Willie, welcome to Dream Talk. <laughs> Thank you for having me here. I don't. <laughs> so, um, two things went through my mind. I have, I have two main goals for this podcast, and we'll see. They, that They're flexible. <laughs> One is I would like to use the opportunity, because we talk so damn much, so we'll use this opportunity to let you tell your story. Um, a, a very interesting sim- similarity between us is we both were somewhat raised in religious cults, yeah. which is cool. I think you're probably the only guest I've had on that has that similarity to me in the background. So if you're into it, we'll definitely get into that. Yeah. Um, and then the other item on my mental checklist is the last year. Mm. What? Because it's August tomorrow, yeah. or two days, and it was August of last year that we reconnected. And um, it's been a great friendship. And just, what a blink. What a blink, right? A yeah. year. A like, year, like just that. like that. Right? Wow. It's funny. In one way, it's like a year just like that. In another way, it's like I've known you for many lifetimes, right? But that's how I feel as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's been amazing, the connection. I appreciate your... Absolutely, man. We'll get into it. Yeah. Um, so, so those are the two things I'm on my checklist. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say start at the beginning, Willie, if you would. So this, this young fellow was uh, born in Puerto Rico uh, into a family, just a, a teacher and, and an accountant, a Christian accountant, out of all things. They welcome yeah, out of this union. Welcome this young fellow called Wilfredo Ramos. So was he was he an accountant for a church or for a Christian community? Or? Uh, the accountant part came after. Okay. Um, okay. So it's funny you mention that because before that, my father was an accountant. He was a casino car handler, croupier in Spanish, okay. um, and that was very bad in the eyes of the church that they learned and they got together and it started to form the church with six people wow. it was very small mm-hmm. and kind of interesting that that small community kept growing and growing with very strong beliefs and they were always with the light of we're special yes like we're, all good cults yes, <laughs> yes yes and and this is painful but it's for the good of god and ever since I was little, I mean, I was three years old when I, I've been told that they start going to that particular church. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Puerto Rico is kind of interesting. More than 51% of the population of Puerto Rico is Catholic. Okay. 
for the Spanish influence. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of natural to lean that way. So I just, I don't know exactly the stats, but it is more of the, uh, most people are, let's say Catholic. Mm -hmm. And uh, so being a Protestant by itself is going against the grain. Got it. And you're already then, an outcast as a Protestant, and then down the line from there, you're just a freaking weirdo. <laughs> totally. Yes, totally. got it. Right and, and they took pride that they went to the wood to pick up timber, mm -hmm. and they built this little shack mm -hmm. that was the very humble beginnings of that cult, yeah, yeah. of that church, uh, Iglesia Samaria, okay. with the Samaritan church. It's uh, a... Samaritan? Samaritan. Like the... There, there's a couple stories in the Bible about got Samaritan it. people. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and they named themselves that. Got it. And uh, from there, it just started to to shed the weight and being extreme, make extreme sacrifices. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, women were only allowed to wear white, light pink, light blue, light colors, because mm. that's what got course <laughs> that's what God says how are you gonna go come to Jesus or wherever yeah, yeah. and uh, from there went to know jewelry and they start adding to this mm -hmm. and you have to be a special person to be able to follow us of course and uh, pretty much it started developing very very left or extreme if I may, I don't know right or left, but yeah. extreme. Um, well, okay, like politically, right or left? So right is more, conser sounds conservative, male roles, female roles, traditional. That's probably more that That's way. That's more that way, right yeah. On. Okay, yeah, cool. Definitely that way. Yeah. Because it's very patriarch. Yes, patri uh, patriarch. Women comes from the side of Adam. Uh, of Adam, yeah, of course, yeah. So <laughs> not from the feet to mm -hmm. step on them, but not from the head. Hell no. <laughs> and they point out, not from the head. Yeah. So don't let women get on top of you. It was very strong that yeah. we need to put women in place. Mm -hmm. And it was very rough because um, in my personal family, I, I have a very strong woman role. Yeah. And um, it was sad to see her handicapped yeah. in a way. I know. And she's she only allowed to be a small percentage of who she really is because, yeah, she's just being handicapped by the, uh, by the belief system. Truly, and in the meantime, I'm observing that she's taking a role that is indispensable. Mm -hmm. She's doing the most amount of physical world work, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, you know she's involved with American Red Cross, and she's involved with poverty and visiting jail houses while the males are just drinking coffee, mm -hmm. sitting in a circle, and being spiritual, <sighs> doing the hard work. Yeah, the man's work. The man's of work. Sitting around drinking coffee. Indeed. And then, of course, here came this young mind, and I started observing things, and I start asking questions, mm. and I found out really fast that you, you're not allowed to ask questions. Mm. I'm here to guide you, and only me. Did you get things like you were a doubter, or you didn't have enough faith, or anything like that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a huge thing. You just got to believe it. <laughs> and it was very. Uh, um, it, it was very interesting. <laughs> um, the the. At first, of course, you you're very young mind. You're trying to piece this thing. You have this 
personalities of power in your views that you know they're adult. You, in Spanish culture, you have to be very respectful. They is promoted. Elders are put in a high esteem value of, uh, in their society for their knowledge. Yeah. And um, it was interesting to see that, but then start noticing the small discrepancies. Mm. You know, little simple things, common knowledge that you know, this is early, you know, late seventies. Um, where dinosaurs come? Well. Mm. God created all animals. That's the end of the story. Well, they're finding more dinosaurs, and there's a kind of a, a path yeah. from this to this to this. No, it's not. You're wrong. Just mm. believe me. Yeah. Um, little things like well, I can go on for mm. days and days on yeah. on on my search. But they they had the final answer to everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah. ask. Them. What what are gender roles? What where dinosaurs come from? Who created the earth? What's the meaning of life? They have the final word. And if they don't have the final, what a fucking heavy thing, man. So <laughs> have to have heavy. the final word on everything. Like walking yeah. on pins and needles, of and course. not only stop in the, your faith that yeah. they call, but it went into your life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, you you, I remember the pastor that called, even talking about how to try it after the shower oh, it was that intrusive yeah, 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 into yeah. your personal life uh, and of course emphasizing the it's not enough to kill as a bad thing but if you think of killing you commit a murder already God. and you're going to hell so they control your thoughts uh, yeah, they man. want to control your of thoughts course, which is kind of interesting the older I was getting yeah. to notice that I don't know why I thought that yeah, it's funny. It's one way to look at it is like they're trying to control your thoughts. Another way is that everybody has a thought of I wish that person was dead at some point in their life. Even freaking Gandhi and and the Buddha and uh. Jesus Christ. That's right. The thought came and this is I'm gonna damn it. Okay, pretty early on for the first Paul mention. So <laughs> ring the bell. If you're playing the game, take the shot. But uh, they're not your thoughts, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But so for seeing it from that perspective is. Um, they're implanting guilt. They know you're having. They're, they're, you're not, they, if they're honest with themselves, know you can't. They can't keep those thoughts away or control them. So they're like, well, we know people are having these thoughts. You're a sinner. You're done. You're going to hell. Repent, repent, repent. Be based in fear, and your only hope is to get to the person who's closest to God. Oh, hey, by the way, I'm closest to God. Yes. <laughs> Cult leader, right? Yes. Yeah, it's totally. fucking vicious, man. It's and vicious. and he got to the point that by. 10 years old I was literally going to bed crying to hope that when I die at least at the day of the judgment I'll be able to see God because you see how sorry you are absolutely he would see how sorry you are absolutely it's a lose-lose situation it was so heavy that's so heavy Um, so consequentially it it was inevitable that uh, I was under such a pressure cooker yep that that pressure just blew up in in my own mind it, yeah. it just yeah. i could not handle it Internal anymore yeah. so i dove myself into mathematics and science <laughs> i just you know found comfort yes. on on the <laughs> weirdest thing uh-huh. and soon enough i start isolating i was able to isolate myself from that what what was happening uh-huh. to me because uh-huh. i had no control over it and, and of course, the Spanish culture is kind of 
passionate about a lot of things and one of those things that they're passionate is a, almost as passionate as anything else is cor- corporate punishment oh corporate punishment yeah. absolutely yeah. and and oh, i know that you know my mother loved me my father loved me mm-hmm. and the way to show that is if you do something wrong it comes the smack yeah. and uh, and you got violent also which pushed me even farther away of course and um Fast forward a few more years, I was able to find a scapegoat, and literally I left Puerto Rico because of a religious persecution. I, I really feel that way. Yeah. That is what drove me away from my own family, mm-hmm. um, my culture, my everything. Yeah. I, I was ready to give it up. Wow. To the point that I um, joined the military and left. You left everything, not just your family, not just your friends, everything you knew. And and it and the the different dimension that it, so can you mention too because it's very interesting to me you didn't grow up in the main city of Puerto Rico I can't ever remember the capital that is correct uh, I grew up in Aguadilla yeah, which is the go. west side small uh, country yeah a small town country beach beach country totally beach country villa of water yeah um, believe that that was where Christopher Columbus came into the island okay. so he mentions a few things about finding water and there is a, a natural uh, stream of water right in the villa of Aguadilla. That's what oh. they name it that way. Oh, right and uh, so a lot of things kind of lined up. I, I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it was it was a lot of pressure and yeah. just needed to get out. Get out. Yeah. Leave it all behind. I'll take I'll take the random, you know, roll the dice to what I'm in. And, and I had, it's funny you mentioned it, it just came to my mind, it, this this memory of mine um, in Chicago, Illinois, mm-hmm. I just arrived. Was that the first place you went from? Puerto from Puerto Rico, Rico. Wow. I'd never been outside the island, yeah. I was totally prepared to yeah. be. They couldn't have put you in like Florida first or something like, <laughs> easy would do it. No, that would have been way too easy. Was it Chicago in the winter? In the middle, this is no way. February. <laughs> oh shit. February 2nd. That's awesome. I remember like yesterday. Yeah. And um, as soon as you get there is, I, by the way, I don't know the language. I study English oh, language yeah. all my life. I'm barely passing grades in English because I will never use English in my life. Hmm. So it was something so alien to me that I would never look into that. And here I am in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, so I have a little bit of reading, understanding. I know the numbers i know the colors yeah. that's about my extent of my vocabulary Dude, this it, this is the hero's journey right here man we talk about have i told you about joseph campbell at all hero's journey i don't think we okay we, we mentioned it which is crazy because yeah. i i guess he's slowly falling out of my like go-to algorithm because he used to just come up all the damn time but the, the hero's journey is guy joseph campbell um he did a lot of his stuff here in berkeley but he's been all over the place uh he looked at all the uh, stories from all cultures from around the world and saw a common thread which he called uh, the hero's journey wow and he wrote this book called the hero with a thousand faces and so from the villages of africa to the you know inuit to uh you know asia all over the damn place there's a certain um structure to all the stories right yeah and, and and the structure is something I'm gonna do a very brief any Joseph Campbell scholars out there you know don't send the emails uh, but the idea is you're you're safe in your home with your friends or your family you um, 
get a call to adventure they literally call it a call to adventure and you go out and leave into the dark and face the unknown and the scary and this this and that you overcome it and then you uh you grow from it and you come back as something bigger better stronger right <laughs> yeah so this is you're in that beginning stage of the hero's journey like totally 100%. totally yeah and so he's so it's fine it's background music don't worry about it <laughs> It's dynamic in Berkeley. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they get it. It's Berkeley. <laughs> so here I am just eight hours into my trip, my journey outside of my suffering and everything I know. I'm, I'm in turmoil. I can't stand it anymore. Just reach this dead end. So eight hours into that trip into my oasis, I get to Chicago. They give me very simple instruction. You have to strip. I mean, you, you're just a raw human being when you get into the military, and they let you know very strong, yeah. you're, you're definitely not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you strip completely of all your possessions, you put it in a box, you send it home, you write down your home address, and it's gone. Holy shit. So whatever you thought it was important to keep, yeah. the last few precious golden nuggets of your life previous, yeah. is gone Holy and sent shit. home. And they charge you for it, by the way. But it's just horrible. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Yeah. And you start brand new. Wow, man. It, I didn't know that. Uh, it, I, don't, I wonder if military still does that. I, I don't know. Yeah. This is early 90s, 92. Uh-huh. So, uh, and the language barrier, I didn't have any communication skills. I could not speak. Bro, and you weren't in Berkeley, like where people were like, "Oh, we love multiculturalism." They're like, "Learn to speak English, kid." Yes. <laughs> oh shit, man. You learn really fast. Holy push. Fuck. Yeah, that's the school of hard knocks. You start doing push-ups and yeah. running. Yeah. And that was my beginning of the journey. So, a brutally cold. I mean, Puerto Rico is year long, 100 degrees. You never felt cold. I had never seen snow in my life. Yeah. The coldest I've ever been is just trying Bro, to you, reach uh, You got soda. dropped into another dimension, for yes, real. Yes, totally. Yes. Totally. And, and the culture and, and the and just understanding the language. Like, fellow that will feel sad for me will come to me and mm-hmm. try to make conversation with me and will frustrate me more because mm-hmm. they're using words like, what's up? So I'm looking up, like mm. I'm in the literally sense, trying to be attentive, and, and it felt so awkward. Dude, like there's, a no, fish Google, there's no Google Translate on your phone. There's yeah, yeah that's there's, insane. I think cell phones were barely invented by yeah. that time. Yeah. Wow. Uh, very difficult. Very difficult. But again, thanks to the love that I developed over mathematics and science, I was able to perform a function yeah. and you found a niche found a niche yeah interesting to mathematics not language right the yes universal language that is numbers total universal yeah, yeah, yeah. language yeah right on and 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 i find comfort not being judged mm-hmm. is uh, i find comfort on a, there is a way to develop these skills you learn since you're little that you take one step in front of the next. Mm-hmm. So I find comfort on knowing that, that no matter what the problem might be, I can break it down in parts, yeah. develop a structure and solve, and then go to the next. Dude, so what's hitting me right now is 
uh, I feel like I know you a lot, and then doing this just it reveals so much. Mm. So, um, y- you. So I'm I. This is what I do. I want to do the parallel to Nick's life, Nick's childhood. Now, the first thing I think is to say I was raised in a cult and you were raised in a cult. It's not equivalent. You mm. went through much more suffering and hardship. One hundred percent, undisputed. <laughs> I give you the. <laughs> <laughs> Give you the trophy of, of of a worse of a worse cult childhood upbringing, um, because I, I wasn't you know I was Berkeley metaphysical. It wasn't. It, it's in the one thing I do relate to is the leader was the word of God. What he said went. And and it's funny I, I resonated with the how to dry yourself after a shower. He, okay. I don't know that he did that exactly, but he everything like the shows you watch, the movies, the car you drive, every yes. little thing was you know on the table for scrutinizing you basically you know what i mean i understand i mean it's not just say to the extent of the food that you eat Mm -hmm. but how you eat Mm -hmm. what are the mannerisms on the table that are allowed versus things that are not godly yeah yeah and so just an an example too something huge for my childhood was baseball Mm. and martial arts and baseball earlier on i was seven eight years old right down the street san pablo san pablo park Yep, some of my best <laughs> memories. Um, and my parents didn't tell me until I got older, but they were like, we went through hell to get you in baseball because they got, they got teased and shunned constantly. You're letting them be out there in the world and get corrupted. But, yeah, and, and I didn't know. I, hey, I love playing baseball, you yes. know, and my parents let me go play baseball. I didn't know that they fought a war to let me play baseball because all the other kids within my little cult community didn't have any outside things. You know, yes. and and I had such an insane passionate passion for baseball. Watched it all the damn time. Want played every chance I got. You know, in the little parking lot that, you know, it, I had an outlet. You know, and but my parents still even had to fight for that. So anyway, I was thinking about all that as you're talking, and then I'm seeing my, the parallel to Nick's life is I'm being told Jesus is the way. Um, you know, repent to God. There's only one way to heaven is through Jesus, and I started hearing Alan Watts, this is the first time the listeners have heard this, if you're a repeat <laughs> listener, I started hearing Alan Watts on Berkeley Public Radio, right, mm-hmm. KPFA, when they would do the fun drives, and I go, oh, no, all this shit about Jesus being the way and this, this, and that in the Bible, this dude Alan Watts is saying it, he's he's getting at the truth, I can't explain it, it's not something I could, you know, go write an essay on it, but he, what he's pointing to feels so much more true. And I'm seeing somewhat of a parallel with you with math, mm-hmm. science, rationality, that you go, I'm told dinosaurs were created by God or they're, you know, or I really love the, it was created by the devil. Dinosaur bones were created by the devil to tempt us to, to yes. not have faith in God. That's yes. an even better one, right? Yes. Um, and, and you f- go, wait, no, there's a truth in numbers. And I totally get that too. I'm not super, ever been a super math guy, but like you do the numbers numbers work out it doesn't matter what culture you're from that's a very neil degrasse tyson thing right (laughs) there's no uh there's no different science in europe asia africa it's there's science there's a scientific method you know and then that's his critique on religion is why is there a million different religions depending on what part of the world you grow up in but there's only one scientific method and there's yeah, and there is maybe more than one, but you know, there's one baseline that everyone kind of agrees on: third-person objective science, third-person objective mathematics, right? So it seems like you found some. I found my God. You in, found in your that. God in that. You found a truth. 
Yeah, true. So this is I have something to hold on to. I have some sort of anchor that I know my numbers won't fail me. Mm-hmm. I know my science won't fail me. Yeah. And they're repeatable. And they're repeatable. Yes. yes, exactly. It's not a roll of the dice, and it's not yeah. was it in the stars today, or what you know God's will was this time you're fucked, or this yeah. time you fail. No, I can no. run the experiment. Exactly. I got this ten out of eleven times. I'm gonna say it's scientifically verifiable. And doesn't matter if you're Arab or you're South yeah. American yes. or if you're in Northern Hemisphere or the mm-hmm. Southern Hemisphere. So I found comfort. Mm-hmm. In knowing that this was yeah. universal versus what I've known of my life and ran away from. I see uh, that. And that's my big wordy way of getting to. I see that it yeah. gave you comfort, which is really yeah. And, and it was out also being in such a pressure cooker. It was out of necessity. I need something to hold on to here, guys. Like, yes. <laughs> and, yeah, numbers, science. Yes, this is something yes. I can hold on to. Right on. And that pretty much was what changed the course on, on my comment on my life yeah. the way I see it uh, gave me a big realization big turning point yeah. so now I'm off the pressure cooker mm-hmm. but I have no direction mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm alone I have no family we're at what age uh, this is 18, 18. years old yeah, right um, it's uh, it, it was definitely interesting to note because it was very bold um, and for worse or better, you 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 need love. You you need family, I, especially when you're brought up in the With Hispanic community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was a dark dark time. And then on top of that, Persian Gulf came around, mm-hmm. and I was in it. So not only I'm in this sad place, but then you're doing sad things. You're at war, yeah. and I'm in the Middle East, and I'm. I didn't know you went to the Middle East, man. Yeah. Yeah, I wow. was in the first Persian Gulf. Holy shit. Yeah, the USS Enterprise was. That's why I love doing this, man. <laughs> Get to learn so much more about you. Yeah, Normally, when we talk, I just yap, 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 yap. <laughs> this is great. In 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 our battle group, we got all kinds of stars and things like that. Unfortunately, we know now. I know now that it was it was a really dark time. Yeah. Uh, and then aggravated by that, by war, true war, and loss of life, and. Yeah. Loss of friendships in both sides, you know, everybody lose. Yeah. So uh, during that time, I meet this young life, and I got along really well. So I found a lot of comfort from somebody that had more interest on me than than the rest of the companionship that I have seen in so far. Oh, yeah. And we got together along really great and we eventually one thing led to another we got married mm-hmm. what age you get married at uh i would say on my early 20s my 24 right on you didn't meet it in the gulf no not oh, in the gulf yeah, yeah. in the state side you met back here indeed right but we met during my military time yeah right on. so it, it was great it was just fun time then it started yeah. and i started seeing the happier things of life yeah. and it is not all doom and glory and I kind of was in this limbo of just immediate action and reaction just instant gratification and um, I went through phases of drinking and uh, it is just what my wild times mm-hmm. if I may mm-hmm. fast cars and yeah. just lots of parties and stuff like that uh, fast forwarding 10 years of that 
I'm repeating life, waking up, going to sleep, waking up, going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And really, I don't have a map because yeah. um, I don't have any family with me. I don't have any elders with me. All I have around me is just youth doing silly things as yeah. youth typically tend to do. Mm -hmm. So it was fun, but it was just going all over the place. And I find myself in Mexico. Uh, there was this guy on the radio. Uh, I don't know if you know Deepak Chopra, I the do. name. Yeah. In maybe the first Deepak Chopra mention on my podcast, but I like it. Wow. I never would have thought it would come from you. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, yeah. interesting. Lots of fires in here. Yes. <laughs> but um, believe it or not, um, um, I mean, I'm used to follow the scientific community and. Mm -hmm. Uh, by this time, the technology of YouTube and information out there, um, it was the early beginnings of Deepak Chopra, okay. and he kind of merged some cool ideas, mm -hmm. but I felt a bit commercialized. I yes. even went to the Deepak Chopra Center. You did? I did, Southern California. Bro, this is awesome. Yeah, yes. yeah. And, and You've done more than me already. <laughs> and as you walk in there, it feels like Walmart. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and I I felt like Walmart, it, but the, there was the some are truth. Love this, bro. Yes, they're <laughs> gonna love this because the reason Deepak Chopra doesn't come up is because we don't like to tease oh. other guys too much. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good gateway drug into spirituality, especially if you come from um, the rational science atheist background. He can be a good gateway drug. Yeah. The, the real good, pure, best drug is Sam Harris by far, which yeah. we will get into Sam Harris yes. absolutely <laughs> at some point. But but the cheap Walmart commercialized is yeah. Deepak Chopra, so I get it. You're forgiven. I'm Thank glad. you. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm out on parole. <laughs> uh, I never looked it up at him since. No, yeah, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it it did open a gateway. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. and he picked my I interest. I completely see that. Um, and that was when my wife was pregnant with my daughter. Second kid. Second kid. Yep. That is correct. And and at this time, I always felt there had to be a little bit more insight to yes. things. Yes. Um, so mathematics and science wasn't enough for me. It got you far. It, it did. Very far. But you knew there was a missing... Absolutely. Yes. There was something... Uh, there was way too much chattering, and, and I felt the, like getting ahead of myself sometimes and then backing, being behind, mm -hmm. observing myself like on these controversies within myself. It's all an internal... Internal battles, yes, totally. And, and uh, my and, consciousness was not at peace. Okay, I'm interested. So when this is going on, are you going, why is no one pointing to this? Am I crazy? Uh, I'm speaking totally <laughs> yes. totally um, and we shouldn't have video the look on your face right <laughs> because yes same thing here and, yeah. and alan watts was one of the first that i go oh no maybe i'm not crazy maybe everyone goes through some sort of this weird internal battle yes yeah and that's what a relief to go you know <laughs> <laughs> oh my what a relief. Our moment yeah 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 All exactly right. you know what a relief to go um, okay, no, I'm not crazy. There, yes. There's other people going through this struggle. And, and then for me, hearing maybe some of the teachings of the Buddha and stuff, not only, they've got a whole science to handle this chaos. And then there's the promise of peace on the other side of it, right? Yes. Yeah. 
So I mean, and it's funny you mention that because yeah. that's my that was my first carrot. Mm. You know, I always used to think of me of very leaning towards left brain. Of course. And everybody that knows me knows that I'm left brain. And they they label me that way, and I took the label. I put it on me. I felt comfort. It became a part of your identity. It did. Yeah. And, but I knew that there was just some, there was still a lot of turmoil in there trying to, there, there had to be something else, and I couldn't. I couldn't pin it. Yeah. I, I, it felt busy. Yeah. Very busy. Yeah. And like running on a threat meal is mm-hmm. the best way I can. I, I wonder from where you stand now, does it make sense that the left brain could never bring um, peace to that part of you? Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but when you're there, when you go, all, all, all I know is left brain solving problems. So I'm going to solve the problem of the chaos that I'm creating. Yes. <laughs> right. So this is so yeah. cool. So this is uh, I I've kind of la- have gotten lazy with the podcast that I just start everyone with the same question, hmm. and this is cool that I don't know however 20 minutes in we're or whatever at this point that I'm going to hit you with the question now. Hmm. Of you seen the movie The Matrix? I have. Okay. So my my leading question normally for dream talking is. Can you think of the time, and it doesn't have to be a time, but just any, it doesn't have to be the time, it can just be a time. Any time that you got a hint that there's a little something more going on than business as usual. Maybe you get a hint that maybe we're in a matrix. Maybe this isn't the end of the story, mm-hmm. right? So I'm kind of hearing maybe it was around this time, right? So my daughter is. 12 as in today and about a year ago I met this action figure (laughs) and we start talking but only a few weeks back I remember I was talking to a friend of mine Nick and we were talking just like we normally do and laughing and having fun and lots of sand slaps or Uh, bitch slaps sand bitch slaps and uh, one of the it touched me a lot because it's I <laughs> yeah. um, goosebumps. Goosebumps, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, you asked, we were talking about can you hear? Hmm. And can you hear who's who's listening while you hear? And you forced me into realizing. Don't to, put it on me, man. I didn't do it. <laughs> to yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. But uh, something happened. Something shifted into hearing what I was listening to. And who was that listening? And he gave me the goosebumps. You know, I I, I realized this is very interesting concept of who you think is hearing versus can you really hear it? Yeah. And listen to who is listening. And and it was very very interesting all that evolution when you wake up and you from this dreaming yeah. and realize that you're still dreaming. But you, see it, but you see I, it as dreaming. I've seen the dreamer. Okay, so it's so cool because we've had so many talks. And, and I'll say, I, I, not I, but whatever comes through this action figure, does Zen bitch slap you more than anyone else in my life? <laughs> <laughs> which, which I, if I were you, for seeing it from my point of view, would say that's a great honor because I trust you enough. I feel comfortable enough around you to just go, no, I don't need to feed him the bullshit. I don't need to. 
Ramdas, you've heard me bring up a lot. Hmm. Ramdas says this beautiful thing that I, I think of often that um, most people, what they do is they make an agreement. It's a nonverbal agreement that I'll make believe you are who you think you are if you make believe I am who I think I am. And we'll reinforce that. <laughs> Willie, you're such a left brain mathematical engineer. Nick, you're such a hippie, Berkeley, whatever. I don't know. Um, and that's one game that we can play, and it's kind of the game most people are playing most of the time. Now, Ramdas would say in satsang and sangha, in a spiritual kind of community, what's on offer is you here, me here. Whoa, what what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's explore it together. Let's 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 look at Willie as something other yes. than what we really are. Let's look at Nick as something other than what we really are. Um, so I don't, so I, it's, it's, I've said it again and again, I'll say it on the podcast, a friendship like you and I have is a once in many lifetime kind of friendship in so many ways. And and it won't be captured in this short podcast, but it's true. Trust me. (laughs) I totally agree. Yes. Um, and And I thank you. Then I thank you, man. A million thanks. Uh, but all that is to get at the fact that you get bitch slapped a lot. (laughs) while we're talking is because of the trust you know because I care more about what you really are because it's what I really am it's what we really are I care about that more than Willie Uh, you know and I care about it more than Nick definitely care about it more than Nick (laughs) right I I have no words I I don't (laughs) I don't think there's enough words that exist in here and, and in just a short year um just to hear my wife just sharing her thoughts that you are different yeah you you changed and uh, of course nobody likes change and there there's a lot to to say there Hello. um it, it was very interesting that somebody else is noticing yeah um, this uh, this willy that is in front of them, and all I'm doing is actually just gaining a few seconds of reaction time yeah. by observing the movie that is playing in front of me, and that we we talked a lot of a lot of. They're they're down. They know. I understand oh. what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. And um, just as today we we realize there is no mountains yeah. that you need to climb and you spend so much energy and effort on trying to do something to do something else to get rid of this one it's about traveling lighter yeah. and 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 I, I failed traveling lighter with you and in your friendship you you have helped me get rid of so much baggage that uh, don't put it on me but thank you oh <laughs> right, right. It's just interesting that the message have come through yeah. to to just make me realize that there is no mountain. There is yeah. no need to weight yourself down with all these unnecessary thoughts yeah. and unnecessary suffering. Yeah. It, it, so a couple, whole bunch of stuff comes in. Which, which way are we going to go? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say for the listeners, because the majority of at least the close ones, the ones I'm going to send this text out to, you know, after you give me permission to <laughs> to uh, oh God. release it. Uh, they're from my Paul 
satsang zen bitch slap community right um and so i think it'd be interesting for them listening sharon mike y'all you guys that you've been to one paul meeting i have one single See. i've been to hundreds <laughs> right <laughs> uh, uh so the the you've gotten a dose of the message a little bit through youtube mm-hmm. but mostly through this host through the nick action figure um and i can't help it you know <laughs> sorry <laughs> I really try to resist, but, you know, we hit a mode, like that one time over the phone. We were just talking about work, just normal business yeah. as usual, and I don't even know what triggered it, and it was like an hour run, and it's it's very interesting. This is bringing me back. This is good. It's good I haven't smoked in a while because my memory is fucking choice right now. Is uh, uh, it? I didn't know at the time that I, – I believe I said something along the lines of uh, you can't see what is seeing can't see your own eyes and i probably said something along the lines of you can't hear that which is hearing and yes 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 <laughs> and i may have told you that there's uh a, one comes up often adyashanti i think the the thought that went through his mind before he reached enlightenment he had his moment was there were some birds singing and he said what hears this sound <laughs> yeah, goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never heard bird songs the same since then. Right. Um, uh, so, anyway, I, I didn't know that at the time, that that was the thing that stuck with you, which is very interesting and cool. And, and uh, like the message, like, you know, Paul's message or like a Zen koan or whatever, it's not for the left brain. The left brain is going to go, well, why is it that, you know, that which is hearing can't be heard why did that do it it the whole point is that thing that's analyzing it it got past it it couldn't grab it you know paul says you throw it over your head and all of the rationalizations and the meaning making that we are so used to doing it just it got overwhelmed the system got overwhelmed it got through to something else and then that is now doing its work i I just want to scream because it was so painful (laughs) Uh, for, it was like, Willie, it's incredibly painful. Like you yes. ride in on a dry eraser board and then you pour it under the water <laughs> and all the blacking just will scramble yeah. and my logic brain is trying to compute and it I, I think we have so many conversations in this regard, especially for this action figure in here. Yeah. That it, it, it it was very painful and difficult and I was in such a turmoil with myself. Mm-hmm. But the truth are self-evident yeah and indisputable yeah yeah regardless of your language or your background or where you come from yeah Yeah. um and once it lands it lands i like to say it's like once you know there's no santa claus you know (laughs) there is no there's no santa claus you can't make yourself go back to believing there's a santa claus and and the heaviest one is once you see there's no Willie. <laughs> Once you see there's no Nick. Yes. You know, you there is one as long as you give it meaning, just like there's a Santa Claus as long as you believe in it and give it meaning. But you can't trick yourself into believing Willie shit is really Willie shit anymore. <laughs> no matter how hard we try. It's so funny. So today, okay, I'll, I'll say this too because I love honesty and transparency on the podcast. Um, I've been trying to get you to do this for hella long, yes. months. 
Over six months, for sure. I've been bugging you, and you keep saying, oh, we'll do it when I'm ready. I don't know, maybe maybe in a month. I don't know. We'll see. Once once this gets out of the way, then I'll do it. I don't and think Will is still, <laughs> still not ready. He's not here. <laughs> he doesn't have to be ready. That's the whole point. That's one of the jokes I say. I let Nick go sit in the corner during this podcast, and I let Dream Talking take over. Right. This is yes. Nick. If Nick had to do the podcast, he'd be fucked. <laughs> he'd be blah, 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 scrambling and not the words wouldn't be coming out. So um, what I was the reason that I finally talked you into it, because um, I know a nine on the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. We don't bring up the Enneagram too much, but uh, I know a nine really, really well. His name's Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and he um, likes to bring people together and connect people and wants everyone to feel equally included and comfortable and um, doesn't want to bother anybody, right? And I know another nine (laughs) named (laughs) Willie Ramos. And so because I know the Nick nine so well, I can kind of use it against (laughs) the Willie Ramos nine. That's That's the action figure. And so we, uh, we know that I have a very big Zoom podcast tomorrow with one of my heroes Richard Lang just feels like I'm dreaming even saying that and I said hey I haven't done a podcast in a while um I, I need some practice I need to get loose and you know get get some work in will you do it with me now for that reason and the nine and you just couldn't resist <laughs> and you said yes Guilty. now 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 I did say that you have the final say you can tell me to delete it it's still on the table but if you're hearing this listeners obviously you didn't tell me to delete it <laughs> Okay, we're getting into all that for what? This always happens. I, I almost get through somebody's story, and then <laughs> Paul or something comes up, and then we're off. So, okay, interesting. The Matrix, first time... So the the most real hit for you from where you stand now, if you had to pin it on one thing, would be a the phrase. The spoon. The spoon. The spoon. There is no spoon. Yes. Yes. Um... I don't think I grasp that scene as I think I do now, mm. but it's, it's it's a cool metaphor for me. Uh, this action figure that is left brain that is always calculating and is very cautious and always expecting reality to be tangible mm. and to to be put in a box. Yeah. Like we were talking earlier, nouns, right? Yes. The, the reality of the left brain is everything is a noun. There's 10,000 million nouns that are all circling in this thing called a universe, yes. right? The right brain, the Paul, the message side of things, sees everything as verbing, right? And I say this all the time. Come back and look at this table in 50 years and tell me if it's still a table, Yes. right? Come back and look at Willie and you know Nick in 100 years. Does it still look like Willie and Nick? No. So obviously this is a process, and time is relative. So in the big picture of things, the noun, the very important, heavy noun that is Willie Ramos, is, for one, never the same all the way along. It's a very short story, and his story is hella short, <laughs> right? Double on the line. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly, right? Yeah, so I'm sorry. So we're getting into uh, being able to put things in boxes, yes. left brain, and... and uh, something about there is no spoon. Yeah. Totally, and and the realization that you're creating this 
yourself and giving the meaning to it that it has no meaning unless you give it that meaning yeah. it, there is no spoon you're giving it that you're meaning. giving it the meaning that it's a spoon that shouldn't bend that shouldn't bend that is rigid yeah. that has this particular function yeah. and you're leaving everything else behind it you're missing the rest 99 percent of it yeah or yeah. like you like to call it the one percent of the one percent <laughs> that's funny that you say that a lot which is funny because that's what bernie sanders says a lot <laughs> Well, one percent of the one percent, oh. which is funny. It's, he's using it in a different. No, I'm <laughs> sorry, I don't have TV. I don't know who that oh, is. That's fine. It's, it's good. You're lucky. You don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, he's running for president. Um, <laughs> no, not anymore. He didn't make it. Don't worry. Oh, oops. <laughs> it's great. I love it. So, I love um, yeah, yeah, very, very cool, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, that to me, uh, I don't know. He just plays in my head over and over, yeah. especially when. Uh, created this action figure creates all these problems and yeah. he has to find solution to it and I whoa whoa why you're so heavy yeah why your cortisol is higher yeah you know I got a broken neck and a broken back mm. why do I want to aggravate that even farther when exactly <laughs> it's as simple as take a deep breath yeah. and like you were saying you know uh, people close to you have noticed that you've changed and, and your translation which I would agree with I've been here the last year too so I think my opinion should be worth something um, uh, is that that little bit of space right between um, impulse reaction impulse action right totally. there's a little bit of space to see it as you know Paul 101 see it as other than you there is something ar- arising which is frustration uh anger uh um, confusion stress right there is it's true right it's not you're not it's not denial but i'm not that and then the next big leap is i'm giving it the meaning today's a beautiful freaking example you know i as i shared with you Mm -hmm. is my cortisol's up my nervous system is fried i'm breathing heavy i can't eat right is it two sides of the coin is it that i'm stressed out (laughs) and full of anxiety or is it that i'm very excited i have a lot going on i'm going to do an interview with richard lang tomorrow right like which side which side is it well guess what the person who's decided that which is deciding which side it is is me i'm giving it the meaning either way but I'm, i'm looking at it as if you know, this is something that's happening to me. Anxiety is happening yeah. to me. Oh my God, I'm so unlucky that anxiety is happening. So if it's happening to you, you have to take action. Yeah, exactly. You got to do something about it. And yeah. then, as Paul says, how do you create stillness with activity? It's just more activity. <laughs> hey, he slapped himself there. <laughs> that was not me. Well, I mean, I slapped him, but he physically slapped cheek. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and and so. It, it, what's Paul says all the time? What's the right response? Rest. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing to do. Yes. There's nothing to do. The left brain will tell you there's a whole lot of shit to do before you can rest, and and it it, it promises rest, but it never delivers. It never delivers. <laughs> never delivers it, right? Over promises. <laughs> over over promise, under deliver. One of our favorite <laughs> phrases. Uh, it promises you, look, you can rest. But first, you got to accomplish yada 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 da 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 the never-ending to-do list. But don't worry, you can rest; it'll come. And then, if you buy into that system, you—it's funny. Like, 
you sometimes, the way that a, a broken clock is right twice a day, you accidentally fall upon rest and, and peace. And you go, what was it? Was it the two glasses of wine after the da-da-da? Okay, so that means that I have to accomplish my 11th thing to-do list, have the two glasses of wine, have the jazz playing, right? You know? <laughs> and then, and then okay, cool. the hamster. Okay, yeah. And then, oh, okay, I get a moment of rest. Is it? Am I resting yet? Am I resting yet? Right? It's it's a fucking fool's errand. It's It doesn't deliver, right? But if you see, as Paul says all the time, which I love, it's always available at all times with no requirement necessary. That's so beautiful, right? right? It's so simple. And if there's, if there's any requirements, I'm out because the requirements means there's going to be more requirements, right? The, the, <laughs> only, the only piece that I'm willing to put my money in, put my stocks in, is a piece that's always available, right? Incredible. Just to think that this earth have gone around the sun once. Yeah. And at that time, this person was so busy because I had to find peace. Yeah. I, I work have to work so hard at it. Yeah. I have a list of things. Of course. And I will go into great length to accomplish all that. In, uh, I think Paul mentioned that the one time that I which you went, went to visit. Which was a Wednesday night in yes. the city. My favorite of the two. I always liked Wednesday nights more yes. than back when before the pandemic. <laughs> The, the, the acoustics in that room, right? Yes. Yeah, it's just, oh, And God. the omnians, you know, just get you right there into, I don't know, floating state. Oh, dude, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I, I more and more I compare Paul to, like, a stand-up comedian. And one, he's very funny. But two, it's mesmerizing. You know, when I go see a Paul, especially live, is, uh, Joe Rogan talks about this, I bring this up sometimes, that a good comedian the audience goes, I'm going to stop thinking and I'm going to let you think for me. Mm. And it's it's almost <laughs> spiritual, right? It's almost like a religious experience of yes. like, you take the reins I'm th- and it, because it gets you out of yourself. It gets you out of Willie. You know, Willie having to sit there and critique, you know, the movie. This is a good movie. This is a bad movie. Da, 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 da. This is a good comedian. This is a bad comedian. The really good comedians go, get out of the way, Willie. Let me take over. Let me take you on a ride. And Paul's rides are are right. consistently, you know, <laughs> reliably the best fucking rides, you know. Uh, so, particularly on Wednesday nights, um, and then B Star afterwards, yeah. you know, uh, together, everybody laughing, everybody, you know. Um, so I, I was ready to take notes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I have my pen and pencil, and yeah. he made that comment. I'm not giving you anything. Yeah. So the page stayed blank. It did. <laughs> you got the message. But I got so much more, and, and I felt, I don't know, true. I, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful um, that I had a chance to see him live and, and feel that energy. It was just an experience so light that it's almost like it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, like fantasy, like, like I don't know. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I get so what you fresh, mean so much. So yeah. fresh. And yeah. I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah, as am I, obviously. That's really cool, man. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad you got to see him live too and experience him. And hey, there's millions of hours on YouTube too. You could always go back. It's the same message over and over again. It's so funny you said, I didn't know you brought a notepad. I, yeah. <laughs> you snuck that in. <laughs> then I hit it back. <laughs> Uh, because Paul always says, uh, some people bring notepads, they don't write anything down. Mm-hmm. That was your case. Yep. So you got the message, the blank page. <laughs> Nothing. 
<laughs> Bam! <laughs> you get to go home with nothing. Yeah. Um, some people take notes, but he always says nobody comes back a second time and takes notes. <laughs> yeah, that's my buddy Keith. He's uh, he, I you know, what for whatever it's worth, I think gets the message at a deeper level. You know, but he doesn't get it. But I, I love verbal jazz and the poetry of of diving into what the message is with him so much and you know he's very intelligent intellectual guy and he showed up taking notes and then he said he went home and he go what am i doing like <laughs> that which is taking the notes is paul would say the obscuring agent yes that's what's keeping you from seeing the greater truth is that which wants to grab it and hold on to it right you're you're gonna walk away with the noun the thing that is truth and I'm going to hold on to that truth and carry it. Fuck, it's fucking heavy to carry this truth through life, but I got the truth. That's going all the way back to the cult 101. They have the answer. Yes. Those six people, <laughs> the other seven billion didn't have it straight. Those six people have got figured out the answer. They went through the Bible. They, they c- cut out all the, the fluff. They reinterpreted, and they got the answer. And they get to carry that answer through life and, you know— it's kind of intense, but ruin other people's lives and make them slaves of a of a system, which is that cult, right? And and I would say what Paul offers is the exact opposite. No, nothing. You don't get to walk away with anything. You don't get to carry anything away. And you know he always says a steady diet of nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> is it's the best diet yeah. because eventually you're you're left with well if I have nothing to hold on to then what do I have? This. Yes. That's beautiful. <laughs> okay, let me check the time. This has been a good run. Uh, oh no, we haven't been recording the whole time. No, I'm kidding. One hour. What? That was good. It's fucking quick, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Time flies when you're having fun. It truly is. <laughs> I'm never in a million years. Right on. So everything's extra credit from here. You already earned an A plus. That was the best. <laughs> so good. I. I I have a I, just like when I leave every one of Paul's meetings, almost everyone say that was the best one yet. Every podcast I do the same thing. I go that was the best one yet. And I was thinking on the way over, um, these this is more fun, most likely. Who knows? I don't want to guess, but the the ones with friends are always more fun for me than the ones with the big shots, right? And who knows? Maybe Richard Lang and I will walk away friends tomorrow. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so. kind of hoping that, but <laughs> but uh, these, these are fun and relaxing, and they they fill me up. You know, I'm, I'm they feel like I'm not gonna walk me. away from here. I'm gonna float away from here. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is, and you know, it, it's it, it's funny. We had that conversation about perspective. Yeah. How can you look out of the window and and size what is outside if you don't have perspective? Yep. And uh, it just um, just a thought to maybe close with is to one of the things is to me important to have compassion. Uh, my brother is still in the cold. Yeah. He he will never leave Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. His world is ten miles yeah. at the most. Yeah. Uh, very well educated person, a good human being. Yeah. There is uh, you know. No, no wrongs with him. He means well. There, there's, but there's no um, uh, hatred in his heart. There's no, yeah. I know. Totally. I know, man. And it's so fun. I'm so glad you did that, man. You, you're the other fucking piece of me. I swear. <laughs> because I know I can come across as, you know, 
it's so funny, right? Teasing somebody for pretending they have the answer, and there you could interpret what I'm saying as thinking I have the answer. And the only answer I have is I don't know. Yes. I don't know the answer. I, you know, and I, I and don't know. I don't know. I mean, from my own personal experience, I'll I'll take what I got, but I don't know that, you know, maybe the cult life is. You do find peace. You find something that you know I'm missing, and to each their own. And you know, absolutely. Um, I'm just thankful, extremely thankful. Um, I've been, I found a gem, Paul, and the group. It was very welcoming. Yeah. I, I would never expect uh, anybody welcome this crazy Puerto Rican that comes in and just want to sit and listen. Yeah. Um, to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm very thankful. I, I, you know, it's, it's too simple. There's no words to explain the, yeah. the gratitude that I have. It, that I, I can look inward now and find strength. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm living more present than I ever have lived. Yeah. Uh, I'm less concerned what the future may may not bring. What Paul calls what's not happening. Yes. We allow what's not happening yes. to affect what's happening, which is this moment. And I watched my father pass away in front of me, and in, in, it was a spiritual experience to me, um, without being godly or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But to see this mortal passing away and seeing his eyes closing, or going away, because they didn't close, and find closure uh, is terrifying and I'm very grateful that I had to experience that because nobody could write a book with enough words yeah. in it to explain that. You experience it firsthand. Yes. Yeah. And um, it, at the same time, you know, flip it into my brother to have a bit of compassion that not everybody have found uh, the strength to really stop and observe and listen and see who's seeing and yeah. hear who's hearing mm-hmm. and come to the realization about uh, what my true purpose is. Yeah. And I have found purpose yeah. in silence. Yeah. Uh, I no longer need a bottle. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And even though you haven't done much, yeah. I thank you for the thank you. <laughs> yeah. doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, steady diet of nothing. And uh, it, it's funny how someone comes along. Um, God, I was listening to something earlier today about um, oh, it was Richard Lang uh, talking with somebody that found his teacher uh, Douglas Harding, and he was saying this is in the. I don't know, 90s maybe? Um, He was saying that he had been around a lot of spiritual groups throughout his life, you know, and everybody said they have a solution to your problem. Work real hard, sit down and meditate this many hours, and this is very Paul too. I I see so many um, parallels between Douglas Harding, the Headless Way guy, and Paul. It's really cool. Um, You know, and so everyone else said work real hard and you may arrive at the truth of what you really are. And, and uh, Douglas Harding says, look for your head. There you go. Off on your way. 
<laughs> hey, if you're really into this and you want to do, yes, yes, red lip slap. Wham. <laughs> if you if you want to do some more exercises, uh, come to my house. Um, here's the address, and we'll do some exercise. Every I do something every weekend. Thank you. And, and you know that's that's it, man. Like like it, it, if you have to, it's like I think of like yoga. If you have to wear the right clothes and bring the right mat, and then there's too many requirements. If you can't do it, you know, freaking in your undies, in, <laughs> in Come as you, are. you know, in, in wherever, then then you got too many requirements on it. it. It's the same thing with this. Truth should be no requirements, hmm. right here, right now. And and if you want a practice, look for your head. <laughs> <laughs> I've been diligently looking for it. I haven't found it yet. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Thank you. So thank you, Willie. That was beautiful. A plus. You gonna let me put this one out? Let's do it. <laughs> there we go. I see the nervousness coming back. <laughs> it was gone for a good 60 minutes. <laughs> love you, man. I love you, man. <laughs>